gang, you're listening to the Night Blitz with Doom and Fitz. It's your old pal Nido here, because Doom doesn't live here no more. <laughs> Who are you, fuck up? I'm Fitz. <laughs> you wasn't expecting that, was you, kid? Not really. Who are you, fuck up? <laughs> Hang on, I got somebody else who wants to say hi. Now, come on, act right. Say hi. Hey, it's Noido Jr., motherfuckers. That's right, boy. Get out of here. Go suck on your mama's dead or something. Ew, um, too far. What? Fuck you. <laughs> There's never too far when it comes to fucking Noido the Clown, eh? <laughs> Meanwhile, these people probably don't have any fucking clue what you're talking about. They got no fucking clue, at least for like a few months now. Although, I guess we could put one up early. Allow me to introduce myself to you, the listening public, eh? My name is Noido the Clown, and it, I've just realized it's probably really fucking disturbing how I've committed to this bit. Yeah. But fuck it, let's roll with it. <laughs> You're still going. <laughs> yeah, you goddamn right I am. My name is Noido the Clown. I do a public access television program for children where I give them a tip every month. Tip of what? Man, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> hey, that shit's dark. And that's what the Noido the Clown show is all about, right? Eh? Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, you smell that? No. You, you, no, seriously, do you smell that? Sure. Oh, I know what that stink is. That stink what? is betrayal. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yep. Go on, look, tell I didn't them what have you a, did, you bad look, stabbing I, bastard. Look, I didn't have a choice. Go ahead, make all the excuses you want. Tell them what you did, you backstabbing bastard. We watched Scoob. You motherfucker. I know. I wasn't going to, but the kids got it in their head that they wanted to watch it, and I tried to. I kept putting them off. Actually, I was I was all into it like at first until I realized how fucking much it was. I was like, I'm not paying twenty fucking dollars for this movie. Did you rent Let's, it or did you buy it? Fucking, we bought it. What are you crazy? <laughs> fucking, that's extra five dollars and you can buy it. It's right. twenty five to buy it, twenty to rent it. Of course, I'm gonna fucking buy it. I figured, but <sighs> like, <laughs> they're not gonna screw me over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. I got smart. See. Yeah. Anyway, they wore me down, and I finally gave in and was like, fine, fucking watch it. I kept telling them, why don't we just wait until we can rent it for a reasonable price, or at least wait till we can buy the physical fucking disc. Mm-hmm. But... They weren't having it. No. I was like, we could be, at some point we'll be able to buy the disc and have the digital at the same time. Now all we're doing is buying the digital. That's fucking dumb. Your bitch ass got outvoted, huh? Yep. <laughs> Three to one. Well, you should have so, fucking threw my vote in the ring because you know which way I would have went. It still would have only been three to two. Yeah, but I'm wide enough. I count as two people, motherfucker. It would have been split, so no decision gets made. Look, I don't know how it works in your house. It doesn't. I always fucking <laughs> lose too, goddammit. But... Fuck. <laughs> Kids ain't fucking old enough anyway. Why do they get to vote? <laughs> Why do they get to do half the things they do? So we did. We watched them. Yeah. And it was okay. The gang voices really sucked. Well, I shouldn't be that super harsh. They were just kind of like, most of it was just meh, the voices. Yeah. But it was, surprisingly, it was Will Forte that really ruined it for me, actually. His shaggy voice was just not good. I know. That's what I've been saying. 
It just sounded kind of like a bad Shaggy impression. That's what I've been saying, dude. He sounds almost exactly like Scott Menville, who mm. was fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds like a bad impression. Mm-hmm. The other ones were, like, at least bearable. And even Velma wasn't as bad as I originally thought it was going to be, like, based on the trailer. Right. Like, she, was, she wasn't, she was like, as nerdy as My nerdy Gucci. sounding. Yeah, but she wasn't, like... In the trailer, she was almost sounded, like, all husky and sultry and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. But in the movie, she wasn't. She sounded. She just sounded kind of normal. She didn't sound a whole lot different than Daphne, honestly. Yeah. Which is not correct, but right, right. It was at least watchable. Well, as folks will hear in, I want to say the second episode of Nerd Boot Camp, Angie kept trying to convince me, and it's like, why not try something different? And it's like because there has never been anything fucking different. Every time they switch voice actors, there is a through line between the fucking voices. Yeah. There's a consistency. So why the fuck after 51 years do we have to change it? It don't yeah. make a shit like a sense to me. Yeah. But the fuck do I know? Just an asshole. Yep. You and me both. I'm trying to scroll through Gray's Twitter feed so I can find you exactly what pushed me over the edge to be like, fuck this movie. Yeah, I think I saw, didn't you, I'm pretty sure I read it. Oh, you did, yeah. You replied to her. Which is pretty much what sealed it for me too like i'm not gonna bother with this yeah because honestly i didn't want it to do very good but then i ended up contributing to it making money well see here's the thing i was of two minds of it anyway because it's like if it does well it will help the franchise overall right but what the stupid shit that wb does anyway is like meh but if it does bad then it's like that will hurt the franchise and who knows we might not get the fucking direct video movies anymore because as stupid as the executives at Warner Brothers are, no matter how well those direct-to-video movies sell, if the big-budget version doesn't do well, they'll be like, ah, nobody cares about this shit. Cancel it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I still don't I still don't get it why you would... It's the same argument, like, with any, you know, animated feature film. Like, why the fuck... Why, why do you need to bring in... Well, I mean, I guess I could kind of get it for, like, a Pixar movie or something where it's not an established character... Exactly. It's it's a new character. You know, right. that's fine. You bring in a bring in a name. I mean, it right. kind of sucks for for professional voice actors because they don't get the big shots like that. You know, one hundred percent. I agree with you. What you're saying so far. But other than that, I mean, I can understand. They're like, okay, well, we want a name to carry this movie or whatever. But something like like Scooby Doo and what was another one that was pretty recent where they well Sonic people had a problem with that. Oh right, because they didn't use the the regular voice actor guy. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Why change? Or, or how about something like uh, like Lego Batman? Yeah, like the Lego Batman movie. Right. It's like, why the fuck did you get Zach Galifianakis to be the Joker and do the least Joker voice ever? What's weird about that, too, is like they put out the direct-to-video Lego Batman movies, and then they right. do a theatrical one, and it sounds like two totally different things. So it's like, right. just fucking commit to one, motherfucker. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. why... Nobody's going, nobody's going to see, well, this was where I was, it's taken me a while to get there, but here's the point that I was going to make was nobody's going to see a Scooby-Doo cartoon animated feature Mm -hmm. in the theater. Nobody's going there to see Will Forte. Right. Nobody's going there to see fucking, nobody's going there to see Zach Galifianakis play the Joker. Here's the most important thing. Everybody's like, well, Zach Efron brings in the tween crowd and it's like, they're not going to fucking see his abs. Right. That's half of why fucking young girls have always been like, ooh, Zach Efron, because he's a fucking dreamy or whatever the fuck kids say now. He's lit or something. I don't fucking know. I don't pay <laughs> attention lit. to what these little fucking cunts say. Yeah. But 
yeah, it's like you're not going to see him fucking run in slow motion down the beach. This is not fucking Baywatch. This is a cartoon. Right. So, right. So why so why would you just not stick with the the same actors that have been delivering your direct-to-video movies for so long? Exactly. And the other thing to me is like this really dates the movie too because this is a franchise that has lasted for 51 fucking years. There's a reason it's lasted 51 years. And it ain't Zac Efron. So it's like, this dates it because, you know, we crank out stars so fast now. They're a star one minute, and the next they're like, oh, they're a fucking douchebag, fuck them. We don't want them anymore. Mm -hmm. So this really fucking puts this in place, Oh, for sure. Yep, 100%. 20 years from now, people are like, what's a Zac Efron? Mm -hmm. Efron? How do you fucking say this? (laughs) So yeah, it's not a good idea but i found gray's tweet and i'll read it to you and this is what really fucking threw me over the edge and was like oh fuck this 601 p.m on may 14th hang on let me try that again 2020 gray tweeted people keep asking me what i think of scoob and honestly i probably won't ever be able to watch it i'm certainly not saying that you shouldn't but to listen to someone else doing the voice I've done for over 20 years is just too painful for me. Jeepers, I'm sorry. Uh, purple heart, hashtag Daphne. And Matt's tweet, too, classiest fucking way possible to handle it. Mm-hmm. Because, as she said, yes, she's been doing Daphne since Cyber Chase in uh, 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. So it's. I don't think it's been over 20 years. It's been about, though. And then she left for two movies and then came back for the rest of the direct-to-video movies. What's new? She did the guest appearances on fucking Get a Clue, Mystery Inc., Be Cool, and now Guess Who? So she's been consistently doing this shit for, like, 19-ish years. I guess if you count when she first started, it would be 20. But, yeah, and, like, she was fucking understandably upset and so was i didn't see my coochie tweet anything but uh matt did and here's something else uh mindy i'm damn skippy they did her dirty too when they brought in my coochie because oh yeah anytime me or somebody i know says something to her about velma she either likes it or retweets it so that tells me she had no choice in the matter which is shitty yeah Kind of is. Especially after they're like, oh, don't worry. She'll continue to do the direct-to-video movies. We just want my coochie for this new series because we think she fits better, which I can understand. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing just was like dog shit in the mouth. It's like, I don't like this. Yeah. So when I saw that is when I officially made the decision, like, I don't want to see it. Right. Well, and yeah. And like like I told you, the, the Tracy Morgan Right. It was Captain Cape. That was completely useless. Right. I mean, it was pointless. It was pointless, and he, it sounded like Tracy Morgan. I mean, yeah. he just basically did a variation of every other Tracy Morgan character. Did he, <laughs> did they make him attempt the fucking Captain Caveman yell? Yeah, at the very end of his, well, like, not the Cameo. end, but, like, way far into his appearance, yeah. Right. It was okay, but. I was going to say, did it sound like Captain Caveman or Tracy Morgan yelling? Sounded like Tracy Morgan yelling. Okay, my other question. Did Captain Caveman say he was going to get somebody pregnant? Uh, he did not, although I was expecting it any minute. <laughs> yeah. Because, it, I mean, it sounded just like, I mean, it sounded just like his cadence and everything was Tracy Morgan. Like the way he paused and he said things like Tracy Morgan says things. 
Yeah. It it was it was exactly it, there was no characterization at all. I mean, right. it was not even like he was trying to put on a voice. Yeah. So you were expecting instead of ugga bugga, like somebody gonna get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ken Jong didn't sound like he put in any effort into uh, Dino Mud either. Well, no, but you know what? I I forgot that's who it was, and I was like. I actually kind of liked it. It wasn't, it, it was smooth and he delivered like the jokes well and stuff. I forgot. You're a fan of him though, aren't you? No, not really. really. Okay. Mm, nah. I find him yeah. a little bit annoying, but. I find him a lot of bit annoying. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Bobby Lee. No. Maybe. No. Bobby Lee was on Mad TV. Yeah. But I mean, that's who I, that's who I am a, was a fan of. I'm a fan of is him. No, but, he, but I mean, I, I could have swore that you liked Ken Jong too, because I know you use. Cause see, here's the thing. This is how petty I am. No, I think that gif is funny. I think that character in the in the Hangover was funny. I was just gonna say, I, here's how petty I am. If I don't like a show or something, I try my best not to reference it in any way through gifs or anything. Like oh. you'll never see me use a fucking Friends gif because I can't yeah. fucking stand that show or the American Office. I try to stay away from that because I can't fucking stand that shit either. Oh, this funny's funny, dude. If the uh, like all of those things that you just said have their funny moments. I don't think so. As much whatever. as as much as they're, it's not cool to like them. At one point, it was, and shit was funny. Uh, it's not, it seems not like so it's funny still now, pretty but, cool to like both of them. Well, no, but I mean, my point. The jokes is, were funny. The jokes were funnier. The friends jokes and shit were, to me anyway, they were funnier when I was younger. They were funnier in the '90s when that when it was happening. All right, let's get into this for a bit. I remember I was going to school out there in fucking House Springs, and I would come in and everybody would be like, oh my god, did you see Friends last night? That was so funny. Oh my god, it's so funny. So I was like, alright, I'll give this a shot. Mm-hmm. I watched it for like three weeks and I was like, they're all brain dead. Well, a little bit. Because I, I didn't find any of it fucking funny. I didn't find any of the fucking actors, if you want to call them that, on it fucking engaging at all. They were all fucking annoying. Kind of. But there were funny jokes. There were, there were funny gags and funny... No, you want funny, go watch but... fucking Frasier or Cheers or Everybody Loves Raymond. Those are funny shows, and they're relatable. I'm in a fucking mood if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, the main reason I watched Friends was to watch Jennifer Aniston's nipples perform every it week. It doesn't, because I can't stand her either. Mm, okay. Well, so. I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know how to placate you now. You got no handle to pick this one up by, dude. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I thought he did an okay job as Dino Mutt, and it made sense to bring in like a name for Blue Falcon. Yeah, which, which honestly, I, it didn't sound like Marky Mark to me at all, really, except in a couple spots. Most of the time, it didn't sound like him at all to me. It sounded, from what I've heard in the trailer, it sounds like a real amped up version of him. Which that was one of the only instances where I was like, that sounds right because mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, he's not the Blue Falcon; he's the son right. of the Blue Falcon. Right, and he's a total tool bag. Right, it's, so it's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want with that. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, that's what I liked about it, too. I thought that was pretty brilliant. It was like, it's he's, he makes this big grand entrance. Right. Like, with fireworks and shit when he first introduces himself to... Huh, I, I wonder where they got that idea. Huh, huh, huh. <laughs> 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 but... but... <laughs> You're starting to realize some shit now, aren't you? What do you mean? That's where I got the idea for that skit. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. But yeah, but and the whole time I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? They're going to like do this for Blue Falcon? Blue Falcon doesn't act like this. What the fuck? And then it comes out that it's he's not the right. original Blue Falcon. He's 
the son of the blue. And I was like, oh, okay, this kid's a tool bag. Okay. Right. And he's trying to make his own way by being a douche. Right. By being super flashy and like, oh, I'm the blue falcon, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that was one where it's like, it makes sense. Even if Tracy sucks as Captain Caveman, it makes sense to get a name for Captain Caveman. Yeah, I just wish they would have tried Had him a little try. harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because it wasn't the son of Captain Caveman. No, it was... <laughs> it was Captain Caveman. It was Caveman. straight up fucking ugga bugga. It was Captain Caveman on an island of Captain Cavemans. Okay. Well, I heard a lot of people bitching that his part was so small. Yeah. And like I told you, I've heard that that's because that's to uh, set up a Captain Caveman Flintstones movie. Yeah, pass. Yeah, because pass. you know the fucking Flintstones are going to sound fucking stupid, too. Probably. It's not going to be like, hey, Fred. Or even the yeah. fucking original, like, hey, Fred, that Kevin Michael Richardson did in that WWE movie. Yeah. It's going to be like, hey, Fred, I'm going to fuck your wife now. <laughs> or some stupid <laughs> shit. That sounded like a Muppet. <laughs> I kind of did, didn't it? It's a really <laughs> twisted Muppet. <laughs> it sounded like a Muppet from uh, Happy Time. Happy Time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Fred, I'm going to fuck your wife now. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. So it was an enjoyable watch, but it was kind of like, meh. And the first, mm, I don't know, how long do you say? How long? You said they released the whole beginning sequence of the movie, right? I think the first five minutes. Damn, it seemed longer than that. Well, they didn't play the um, new version, the cover of the theme song. Okay. Hmm. What it was was most of the Shaggy and Scooby meat and stuff is what it was. Yeah, but did they did they do the trick or treating and the fighting the ghost and and the no? But I did see that online. Oh, okay. So that's not the whole beginning. Yeah. So like, they showed the first five minutes, WB actually released it, yeah. and then somebody released the cover of the song, the Chase song and shit, uh -huh. and fucking super picky OCD nerd asshole that I am, I'm watching that opening, the recreation of the opening, being like, that's wrong, that's wrong. Oh, for fuck's sake, it wasn't, oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was impressed that they recreated all that shit, but I was I like, you know what, wrong. I bet he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But I see everybody fucking sucking it off so hard, being like, oh, the perfect recreation. It's like, well, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Shaggy wasn't there. Scooby wasn't there. Wrong, 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 wrong. But I, <laughs> I did love that, like, when Space Kook shows up and you hear his laugh, that is uh -huh. the original laugh from the show. Yeah. And apparently that was Don Messick doing that laugh because uh, the director, Tony Cervoni, mm -hmm. he posted on Instagram a few weeks ago, months ago at this point, I guess. Yeah, because it was back in March. That they found the actual laugh between uh, the Hanna-Barbera archives and the Messick family, and I was like, what? Cool. So it's like, little cool touches like that are awesome. Yeah. I like to, I like the part where they're run, at one point they run into the doorway as kids, and then they run back yeah. out as the grown-up versions. That was pretty slick. Right, yeah. I wonder. That's how they. That's how they transition from the kid part to the grown up part. Right. Did they? Which you know that brings up another point about the voices too. Spider Scooby told me that Fred, Daphne, and Velma aren't really in the movie as adults or teens, whatever the fuck you want to call it. All that long he goes, so it's really not even worth it. So it's like, oh yeah, they made such a big deal they had to get these name stars, and they're not even in the movie that much. Hmm. 
Not as much as you would think. So it's like, again, what a slap in the fucking face, man. Yeah. It, but, yeah, it's mostly Blue Falcon, Dino Mutt, Scooby, and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the other thing I told you, too. Most of the Scooby fans I know say it's basically a Blue Falcon movie with Shag and Scoob as, like, hardcore featured guest stars. Uh, mm, I mean, I guess I could see that, sort of. I, I It seemed, like, 50-50 to me. Right. I mean, it seemed like one was necessary for the other for this movie gotcha. with the way the plot was. Oh, and uh fucking Dick Dastardly. Jason Isaacs. Fucking awesome. That was I know. he was like the best part of the whole movie. He was another one too, which he tried he's on the line there. He's on that edge between is he an actor or is he a voice actor because he's done a lot of fucking voice work. Well, yeah, he was the Grand Inquisitor on Rebels. He was, but I mean, he's done a lot more than just that. Well, I know, but that's where I know him from. Mm-hmm. But First. So he's another one that I'm like, I'm cool with him, too, because it's like, he's not just cashing a paycheck, which a lot of these fucking stars, that's the way they see it. It's like, well, I'll fucking breeze in. Yeah, me no, an easy dude, paycheck. he went balls out. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And that's just without even watching the movie, he's so good. But watch the yeah. movie, and yeah, he's even better. Yeah. I'm a fan of that fucker, dude. I yeah. first saw him in the Potter movies, and then that show oh, I told yeah, you about, I keep, I Awake. Fuck, I f- yeah, I always forget that he's... Lucius. Yeah. Yeah, but that show I watched on NBC years ago that only lasted like 13 episodes awake, that was such a good fucking show, and he was awesome in it. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was down for him being in it, and I knew he wouldn't shit the bed. Yeah. Look who's right now, motherfucker. <sighs> I do want to read the junior novel of it, though. Yeah. I mean, it was it was enjoyable, but it, it the whole time, like I said, it... It just felt like God. This could have been so much better. This right. it looks it looks amazing for the most part, and it could have just been like such a fucking triumph. Right. I, if they had the original, the actual fucking cast too, though. Well, even if I mean. it sucked, I know. But I'm saying, even if it sucked, I still probably would have been tub thumping for it because it, like you said, it would have been a fucking triumph. Mm-hmm. And I love these motherfuckers on Twitter that are trying to, you know, shut people down, being like, fuck you, the original voice actors are all dead anyway, except for, well, you know, Frank. And it's like, ah, cocksucker, Nicole Jaffe ain't dead. Yeah. She just retired. Fucking stupid dicks. <laughs> I did. I had like three days after that where people were trying to fucking school me, and it's like, bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know who you're fucking with. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cunts. Yeah, but like you, like you said, with the, the amount of lines that Fred had or didn't right. have, fucking Frank could have just so easily done that. And just, yeah. They wouldn't have had to pay two people. No, uh, I'm sure Frank did other voices in it, but if I remember, I heard a rule once for like TV animation, so I would assume it's something similar for movies and stuff, but you can voice like three characters before you get a bump in pay. Yeah. So, and they, like three featured characters. So, yeah, they wouldn't have even had to pay him anymore. Just be like, hey, say these lines that you should be saying, but we're not going to make right. you. So, yeah, it's not like they wouldn't have even had to spend the fucking probably hundreds of thousand dollars to pay that fucking overtoasted douchebag. Right. And somebody like that, he's not like a name name, I guess, like Zach Efron, but he should be a fucking name name at this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fucking voice actor for 50 years and like been in everything you can possibly think of. Like if you've ever watched a cartoon, I'm sure you've heard his voice. Well, somebody, I don't, I forget who I was talking to, but I was like, 
Frank Welker is the fucking highest grossing actor of all time. And yeah. they're like, no, he's not. And it's like, bullshit. Yeah. He, yeah. Because, like, people don't know. He was in fucking Lion King. Yeah. He wasn't a character. He did all the fucking lion growls. Right. And he's right. the dude that, more often than not, they don't even credit because he just comes in and he's like, give me a trash can. And they tweak mm. it a little bit and they go on about their day. But he was still in it, so there right. you go. Flixie's been, I think, at last count, it was something like close to $15 billion because, like I said, fucking, he was doing monkey voices or monkey noises in, I think, the Pirates movies or some shit. Mm -hmm. He was featured in Aladdin, all of them, mm -hmm. just doing guttural fucking <laughs> shit, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, folks do not understand how much fucking work this dude gets because he can do shit that nobody else can do. Right. Which is why I'm saying he should be a name name. Mm -hmm. Like, you should be able to say his name and Zach Efron and know who both of them are. Right. Well, maybe yeah. not Zach Efron. I don't give a fuck. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. you should be able to say his name. You'll go, oh, yeah, that guy. And see, that was my thing, too. It's like, not just Frank, but Frank's been doing it for 50 years, part of this franchise. And he's still part of it. Just I would much rather have him as Fred than Scooby. But Frank's been doing it for 51 years. Gray's been doing it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Mindy's been doing it for 18 years. Kate's been doing it for like five years. Matt's been doing it for 10 years. Don't you think these fuckers have earned the fucking big paycheck and earned the well, spotlight? Yeah, that's, well, I know. That's part of my point, too. And yeah. now, now that you say that, now that I'm thinking about it, Matthew Lillard is a name. Like, what the fuck? He is a name. He's one of those motherfuckers that if you say scream, he's one of, like, the first three people you think of. Yeah. Because I remember when he was fucking cast as Shaggy, people were like, the fucking scream guy? Right. So, yeah, it's it boggles my mind why they're like, no, he's not good enough. Yeah, he is a name. People know who he is. Mm hmm I would, well, I guess I shouldn't say that, but I was going to say, I would argue that as many people know who he is as they know who Zac Efron is. Probably not. Um. Maybe, though. I bet you if you showed his face, they may not know his name, yeah. but if you showed them his face, they'd be like, oh, that guy. Mm -hmm. Because, like, he was doing some fucking drama show or comedy drama show on NBC a couple years ago, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I didn't know whether he'd been on screen. Uh, yep, he does. Recently or not. Uh-huh. He's still fucking working. And the other yeah. thing is, like, when he tweeted about it, too, and I showed you that interview, you could see he was disappointed, too, because... Oh, yeah. There's a special feature on the first live-action Scooby movie where it sort of feels like they're all kind of being dicky a little bit, and they're like, this is classic American content or literature or something. This should be taught in schools, and it feels like they're all dicking around and kind of mocking it a little bit, and it's like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, I really think fucking Matt believes that. Because he is proud of his work. Like, he was talking about in that interview, like, it's incredible to be a part of something with a legacy like this. And I was like, oh, so you're that guy. That's awesome to know. Right. Well, check it out. I just typed into IMDb, M-A-T-T-H. What yeah. do you think the first fucking name was that came up? Matt, how, uh, not him, right? Yeah, Matt, no, Matthew Lillard. Bullshit. First name. Yep. Okay, type in second name Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> hey, so hey, he came hey, up before like... he came up before Matthew McConaughey. So right. So what the fuck? He has 143 actor credits. Yeah. So yeah, he's a name. Yeah, I didn't need you to do that to prove it to me. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Why? <laughs> why know, couldn't they put his name on the poster? 
Right. Moving on. Speaking yeah. of Jason Isaacs, I, f- I finished. Oh, we're going there. S- yeah, might as well. Fuck it. We're done with the Scooby shit. (laughs) Hey, well, don't say you're done with the Scooby shit. Say you're done with the Scoob shit. Oh, I'm done with the Scoob shit. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, One last thing before we do move on to disco, though. Yeah. With this pandemic now, it's like, I bet you Warner Brothers is like, fuck, we should have got a direct-to-video movie out this spring. Mm, Yeah. Or, hey, I don't know, maybe release the fucking episodes of uh, guess who yeah that we're that we're now sitting on so we can put it on a pay service a different pay service a different pay service yeah yeah ah, as much as i hate warner brothers and i'm not telling you anything new this is more for the audience than you because you know what i'm gonna say mm. the past month or so has really made me fucking hate them more than i already do yeah it is it is ridiculous they're they've lost their goddamn minds and you know you said when this new fucking guy took over, you're like, maybe things will improve. You were so fucking wrong, dude. Yep. It's yep. so fucking idiotic and disappointing, the stupid shit they do. I cannot, for the life of me, make any fucking sense of why they do the stupid shit they do. They make an announcement. Oh, it's coming fucking next week. Two days before, they're like, what are you talking about? Right. Huh? I don't, I ain't heard no Scooby cartoon. And yeah, now it's like, when are they going to, what are they going to do, man? Are they going to throw it on HBO Max? What a fucking idiotic idea that is. It's going to happen. I predicted it and you were like, they can't do that. And I was like, dude, it's Warner Brothers. If it's a stupid idea, they've probably thought it over and talked it over twice. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, I'm convinced <laughs> that it's going to happen now. I didn't yeah. think they'd give in to the Zack Snyder bullshit, but. They did so which fuck me sideways what a can of worms that bullshit is oh uh, yep anyway let's talk about something we both enjoy not this fucking stupid bullshit yeah let's move on to some good shit fucking idiotic miniseries we're gonna pump 30 million dollars into a fucking failed movie to turn it into a goddamn miniseries how fucking right. stupid are you i don't know it's gonna be awesome though apparently no it's not i know i'm just saying we can't make solo 2 happen but right fucking these num- right these numb these numb nuts can get 20 30 million dollars to finish a fucking shitty movie right fucking a and apparently people were being like okay with this going let's get the trank cut of fantastic four and even josh trank was like uh nobody wants to see that and i'm like you're right yeah at least he was honest about it uh-huh and the fucking the suicide squad director's cut and the fucking and then did you see i i saw i tweeted a link from comicbook.com which is like these people are fucking... I don't understand how these sites continue to operate with the kind of articles they put up, but right. this one was this petition that came out last year has, has picked up speed again now that the Zack Snyder cut thing have, quote, won. Yeah. It's, uh, it's released the four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith is the petition. Yeah. And then I read the article, and they got they have the, like all the text from the petition, and I'm like, are you guys... Have you, do you not understand sarcasm or like a prank? Because this is obviously fake. This is obviously not real. Right? Like, they pull a lot of quotes from the movies and shit, and it's like, how... I know everybody loves the shit on the prequels, but if you watched them, you would realize how fucking jokey this goddamn thing is when they're like, we love democracy, with a fucking exclamation point. Right. They're clearly fucking taking the piss, dude. Yeah, and they're like, we love democracy. We hope George Lucas does, too. If he agrees to release this four-hour cut, he will be great and strong and loved by all or some shit like that. I'm like, this is fucking not real. It's like you took a fucking six-year-old and be like, tell me what you like about Star Wars. And they're, they're like, we'll make that the fucking text of our right. petition. Go. Right. And if it came out last year, isn't that about when the 
the Snyder Cut shit started? Well, the Snyder Cut shit started back right when the movie dropped. I think that petition started in November of 2018. Oh, really? That long ago? They said it was last year. Yeah. Well, I I I look. I saw another article about it because you sent me one, and then everybody started tweeting about it. Yeah. I saw two articles that said it started in late 2018, uh, and then one said November of 2018. So it's like, y'all are fucking going to act like this is some big movement that's happening when some clearly some fucker posted it as a joke, mm-hmm. probably to mock those motherfuckers. It's obvious. It, yeah, it's obvious to me that that's what it is. And you guys are going to run with it like it's an actual story and be like, yes, we should. Well, uh-huh. everybody signed this petition. We want to see the four hour cut. And then I think somebody who worked on the movie was like, there was never there's a no four hour, hour cut. cut anyway. No, there's no. That's what I said. I'm like, there's no fucking four hours of footage. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the original script was like three, three hours and something or maybe four hours. But then he cut a whole bunch of shit out of the script so that because he just wrote this big, humongous fucking script. I mean, I think that is true. But well, yeah, because to him, it's like this is the last movie I'm ever making. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that's true, but but he didn't fucking shoot no... He did not shoot over two hours or just under two hours of additional footage for that movie. No fucking way. And Um, even if he did, and even if he did, it's not finished. There's There's no effects in it. Right. I could believe that he did, but I don't think he seriously ever made a cut that was four hours yeah. long and was like, this works, right? Yeah. I There's highly no way. No way. Yeah. So that's fucking idiocy. Yeah. But that coupled with the wording of that, it's a joke. It was yeah. meant as a, he's mocking, petition is mocking the Snyder Cut petition. Mm-hmm. 100%. In the same vein as those fuckers who are like, let's remake the remake of The Last Jedi. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because these fucking whiny sand in their cunt pussy ass motherfuckers were like, I don't like The Last Jedi. I'm going to start a Kickstarter to fucking get the money to remake it. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, what? God damn, you are in a mood. I know I am. That's like the second or third cunt you've used tonight. (laughs) I told you, dude, I had a rough day, and then I'm fucking... There's a lot of anger built up. Yeah. Anyway, Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> yes, Jason fucking Isaac, or Isaacs, I forget how your fucking last name goes. Isaacs, I think. That's You're plural. fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, yep. Even when I'm positive, I'm angry. Fuck! I know. So aggro. <laughs> but yeah, he's. what episode are you up to on the first season? I finished the first season where we just watched the fourth episode of the second season. I think I'm still on the sixth episode because I can't watch anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you got to catch up at all. Nope. So I said, you're going to finish the entire series in the third season before I even finish the first season. Yeah, I'm really digging the show, though. Although, I will say, like you, you were telling me that I'm about to get into some far out shit. Yeah. Well, this fourth episode was it was testing my limits i think oh really starting to a little bit Uh oh they almost lost me with one of the plot points yeah because i was like man fuck this this is if they do this this is stupid what do you mean aliens exist you fucking losers (laughs) (laughs) no not that but like there was almost a loss of a crew member and i was like if this is if i was like if this is if this fucking happens the way that they're doing it it's fucking brutal and if that happens like i don't know i might be out but they actually did because i was i was sure they were not going to pull back at the last minute right but they did but they did so i was like oh okay good but but there's like a a really bizarre kind of subplot going on in the last couple episodes and it's like what is going Mm. on so i'm not sure like i said i know how season two ends yeah and it's nothing we haven't seen in star trek well look at look at me dude Uh uh-huh 
You're talking like you know some shit. But yeah, it's nothing we haven't seen in Star Trek before. Yeah. So I don't think you'll have a problem with it, but I I think you're going to look at it and be like, whoa. Yeah. Because they take a swing, dude. Really? Yeah, and not like we're going to replace the fucking main characters with robots. Nothing like that, but they just, they take a giant fucking leap that it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be awesome. And then it explains a thing or two about a thing or two why you've never heard of the Discovery. Oh. So. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they do, like, well, they, you know, I mean, you know most of, a lot of what happens, I think. I know, like, Some the things. big beats. Yeah. Whereas, like, Picard, I knew everything pretty much. Oh, okay. So I'll hold back on Discovery then. Y- you don't but, have uh, to. No, I want to. I don't want you to be spoiled because there's some things that are legitimate, like, <gasps> you know. Okay. There was one moment in season one that I literally did that out loud. I was like, oh my God, I don't think I like that. Hmm. And then I still don't really like it, but I guess it worked. And it was necessary, I guess, sort of, maybe. Okay. Still, I wish it wouldn't have happened. But anyway, you know that, spoilers, eventually the Enterprise shows up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that Pike is in season two a lot. Right, right. I like him as Pike. I like this Pike. Anson Mount, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just enough. I mean, obviously, you didn't see very much of the original Pike, like the original series Pike. It was only in, like, one actual episode, and then, then he was, like, a burned-up fucking mute in yeah. another episode. He seems enough like that Pike mm-hmm. to be believable, but then also his own thing, like a like a fully rounded character. Right. Which, again, a short trek. You should watch. There's a short trek about Spock's first day on the Enterprise. Oh, shut up. Really? Yeah. Are these live action or are they cartoons? Uh, they're, I think all but two of them are live action. Oh, wow. Two of all them right. are animated, though. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to watch that then. Fucking A, dude. That's what I keep telling you. You're like, dude, this shit's so good. It's like, yeah. watch the short tracks, dude. Yeah. They haven't actually got to Spock yet, so. Uh, Well, then when you see, I would say like after you see the first Spock episode, go watch the short track. Yeah. Like adult Spock. Yeah. Okay. Because there's been flashbacks, like little kid Spocks, but. Not not real Spock. Right. Yeah, no, the um, short trek is that Ethan Peck or whatever his name is. Yeah. Which you saw the announcement, so that's no spoiler. No, I, I knew that. Well, I knew I knew that they were eventually in this season anyway. Okay. I, I knew that Pike and the Enterprise was part of the season, yeah. Yeah, and number one or whatever they call her. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to tell you because I didn't think you knew that, but... Well, I mean, she again, just... I saw the announcement, too. Oh, but I didn't know if you knew he, she was in this actual series. Oh, yeah, yeah, It yeah, was yeah. in Discovery, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she just showed up in this episode, and I was like, oh! <gasps> You're like, Majel Barrett. I know. I was like, oh my God, they did it. Because like I showed you that article because you asked me about, or I said there was a cool reference at some point in the, I think the first episode of this second season, reference to something that happens in the future. Mm-hmm. Which happened in the past for us. Huh? The Menagerie? Yeah. Yeah, it happened in the past for us, future for them. I'm trying to confuse you with time and I succeeded. What the fuck? What are you, What? <laughs> We saw it. It happened oh, for us. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 real okay, okay, okay. American human people in the fucking city, I gotcha. dude. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, okay. Like I'm I like, said, I'm trying f- to confuse you with I'm time, like, what the worked. fuck are you talking about? I think I broke his brain. Yeah, he kind of did, but but yeah, it was a... Uh... <laughs> I won't say what it was, but it was it was a it was a reference to uh, the menagerie in the cage mm-hmm. episodes of the original series, and that link that I sent you, the guy, some guy broke down like what the timeline was, mm-hmm. 
and because I was thinking the cage was in the future timeline of Discovery, like it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. But apparently it happened three years before this uh-huh. show started. And then the menagerie happens like 10 years in the future, which would be the original series timeline. Right. I mean, the time period. So I was like, oh shit, they've already done that part. So when she showed up, I was like, oh, she's going to be in this too. Yeah. Oh my God. It's fucking creepy how much she looks like Majel Barrett. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch again because I, I didn't really think she did that much, but I guess it was mostly the hair because her hairstyle is obviously not the same as on the show, really. I, I think, think. It's, I think it's the hair and like they both got a sort of pointy chin. Mm, okay. So it's like if you kind of squint a little, it's like it's the same part. Oh, I opened wide. No, they're not. Yeah, or maybe I'm just remembering number one wrong because maybe I'm thinking of nurse chapel's hair yeah because she was blonde right she was oh that's right number one what did have dark hair mm-hmm. okay so i'm thinking of nurse chapel right yeah the way she was dressed then okay right okay yeah. oh yeah so that does fit a lot better oh shit mm-hmm. oh, oh. <laughs> 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 but yeah i, I just like made it. it gooder yeah you did <laughs> And then were you were you talking about section 31? Possibly. I was. Okay. Was it in relationship to Discovery or was it Picard? Both. Both. Okay. Cuz yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. in both. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's one of the big beats that I knew. Okay. And I don't want to spoil anything, but have you gotten to the uh crossover? Put it that way? No, I have not. When I say crossover, what do you think I'm talking about? Between Disco and Picard? Yeah. No. Is that what you're talking about? No. No. Somebody crossed over. Somebody crossed over. You should know, so I'm not going to say any more. Okay. It'll be obvious. I would hope so. Okay. And you were right. The Klingons do start growing their hair. Mm-hmm. And I, it, that's what it is, too. They say, oh, after the, the Klingons started growing their hair again. Right. I was like, oh, so they just were shaving their hair off, supposedly? That's weird. Okay. There's a couple of them that actually look pretty decent as far as just overall they look more like classic Klingon with the hair. But some of them the hair doesn't look right or it's like done up in weird ponytail type shit or like, yeah. you know, tied up and stuff and it looks weird. But then there's a couple of them that are like, oh, that actually does look like a TOS Klingon or not a TOS Klingon, a, a next generation Klingon. Well, TOS movie. Yeah, TOS movie, I guess. That's it. Yeah. My problem with the Klingons is that and I, I want to dive deep on this part. Especially, really. But my problem with them is, like, the shape of their head. They look like they have Arnold and Stewie's head, but instead of sideways, it's turned. Yeah, it's it's weird. It is. It's like, well, I showed you that. Didn't I show you that enemy mine? They, They remind me of the enemy mine. I think you told me about it, but I don't remember you showing it to me. They kind of remind me of that. They kind of remind me of a cross between that and um, Admiral Akbar, the back of his head. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But it's they've like got a weird... these weird fucking meaty football-shaped heads is the yeah. easiest way I can describe it for, you know, people yeah. not watching. It looks a little more normal with the hair covering up the right the bulk of the back of the head, you know? Okay. It doesn't look as out of place, but, yeah, it's, it was an adjustment. I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I accepted it pretty easily, right? but... It was more like, well, here's a cool new alien species. Not like, oh, these are Klingons. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and here's what I want to dive in deep on and use the Klingons as the fucking springboard for. Uh-huh. For me specifically, I told you all along, and it's mm-hmm. I am glad to hear that you're digging it, but I told you all along, for me specifically, and I don't say this as reductive as a lot of people have too, because there's a lot of people who really fucking hate Discovery. Yeah. But if you look at it as a Kelvin show, I feel like it works better mm-hmm. because the technology is a little too advanced for that mm, yeah and i kind of want to know where you land on that i mean i kind of i would i can see it but i like it as a prime too yeah i think it works and i think you know i mean as far as the technology you got to kind of like suspend disbelief a little bit and like you know yeah they have cool displays and graphics and shit and they have cool like gadgets and things that they can do and but the reason why the original series was so clunky and kind of shitty looking is because that's all they could do. Right. You know right. what I mean? So so in your head, if you imagine that what those plywood consoles and push buttons and shit were supposed to represent are the right. same as what you see on Discovery, then I don't have a problem with it. Although, I have heard that that complaint is addressed in season two it is okay i haven't seen it the result of it being addressed but apparently the there's a problem with the enterprise and they're the only ship that's having the problem and it's and it's related to like their holographic communications and shit they're high tech shit so you've heard the same fucking thing i've heard yeah yeah and pike says good fine rip it out i didn't like it anyway i was just gonna say pike says rip it out that's what i read too is yeah yep yeah, which was pretty cool. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." He's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I like the view screens anyway." Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah, that's which pretty cool. To me, is like little shit like that where they're at least making an effort. Mm-hmm. That gets a lot of goodwill from me. Yeah. No, they they definitely and like the Klingon hair thing. I don't know. I can't tell whether that was like a reaction to fans being like, "This is bullshit." I think it is because it only shows up yeah. in season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they they gave it a good. Or a believable, I guess sort of believable, in-world explanation for how they have hair now. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Like I said, I said if you look at it as a Kelvin prequel, it does Mm. work better. But also, I think it kind of feels like a mixture of the two. Yeah, I could definitely be down with that assessment. Yeah, it's like they're picking the best of both universes. Kind of, yeah. Which, I mean, that works too. Yeah. Because this is is pre-Kelvin, so... Yeah. Well, I mean... Another thing oh, no, that they I guess addressed. It wouldn't be, would it? Huh? I said this is pre Kelvin, but it wouldn't be. Uh. Because Kirk would be alive if it's 10. Oh, yeah, no, this would be after Kelvin. You're right. You know. Because Kelvin, ha- yeah, because Kirk's alive now in, in Disco. I don't know where he is, but. This just struck me, and I want to lay this on you. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be fucking awesome? And this is not a spoiler because I don't know if this happens, so this is just me fucking nerd speculating. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be awesome if they used this show to tie the two universes together again? Not like bring them together, but, you know, like this is a bridge between the two, like. Because the technology well, on the Discovery is advanced. Well, now that you say that, yeah, holy shit, that could happen. Because of something that you've could, seen? Yeah, in season one. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because, yeah, I mean, they... I mean, you know about the the trip they take? To the Mirror Universe? Yes. Uh-huh. So you know about that, right? Uh, yeah. So that basically opens up the possibility for all kinds of different parallel universes and timelines and... Okay. Well, you've seen it, so I don't have to really dance around it, but I, I gotta be careful because I don't know when it happens exactly. Well, if it's in season one, I've seen it. I know, but there's something that happens that I don't want to spoil for you, 
but um, I am I'm struggling to not spoil it. Does anybody come over from the Mirror Universe? Yes. Who? Uh, what's her name? Fucking uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Michelle Yeoh or whatever? Yeah. Okay, so you... And she stays in the Prime Universe. Yes. That's the crossover I was talking about earlier with Sector or Section 31 or whatever. Yeah. That's the crossover I was talking about. She oh. crossed over from the Mirror Universe. Oh, fuck. I thought you were talking about a show crossover. No, that's not what that I she said. Actually it's not crossover. a crossover show. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you said not Picard, so I was trying to think of some other show that was going to cross. Oh. Okay. No, that that's my fault. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, okay, see, I, I wasn't sure if that happened in season one or season yes, two. See, I told does. you I know shit. I just don't know when it happens. Yeah, no, it happened season one. Okay, so, yeah, now I'm trying to remember what we were talking about, because I can go more in depth on that now. Oh, the mirror I... universes, the possibility of parallel universes? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, yeah, but no. Uh, oh. What I was thinking, though, is like, you know that basically she's going to be the leader of Sector 31 or whatever, right? Or Section 31 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I've already yeah. seen it. Yeah, well, okay, she's okay, not the yeah. leader. She's not the leader, but well, maybe sorry. she becomes the leader. But apparently, because they're wanting her to the spinoff have the show, spin-off show. Yeah. Okay. They're wanting her to be the lead. That's why I was trying not to talk too much about that when we were talking a couple weeks ago. Gotcha. Because I didn't okay. want to be like, yeah, you know, she's going to be the lead of the section or sector thirty-one show. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the other one of the other spinoffs they're allegedly working on. Okay. But there was something we were talking about that earlier. And I can't remember it, but that's what I was dancing around. I was like, the crossover. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, No, that makes sense now. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, the mirror universe could be the way to do all that. Yeah. But I I do wonder if somehow, uh, because like I said, with the technological advancement of the discovery, Mm -hmm. I wonder if that could cross over between, because that to me would be fucking awesome to connect those universes again. Yeah. Because they already connected them in a pretty fucking awesome way to start the Kelvin universe. But yeah, because right. I think I told you about uh, Matt Myra's theory about how the Kelvin Enterprise looks better than the OG Enterprise. And if you think about it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Like he said. Oh, because they scanned that ship when it right, came that back in time. Advanced or, fucking yeah. Romulan ship. And uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess that would be it. Yeah. They scanned that like a hundred and something year in the fu- Well, almost. 150 year futuristic ship and that uh made them able to make better designs and have better faster yeah right more advanced technology and shit yeah so that would be cool if they used the discovery with all of its fucking super technologically advanced shit or it could just be like sector 31 ship whatever yeah but they, yeah that would be a cool tie yeah but anyway yeah yeah i don't i don't know and yeah season one is really good yeah like that's a really good and it got me like one twist i i saw i suspected was gonna was coming just based on clues that i picked up right but then there's another twist that i did not fucking see i don't i'm so stupid i don't know why i didn't realize it until until literally it was just about to happen like five minutes before it happened i was like oh shit i know what's gonna happen and your wife socks you in the mouth she's like shut yeah. up stupid she's like what and i told her and she's like huh and I was like, yup. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And oh my God, it made everything made sense. Suddenly everything made sense. Suddenly. Like, oh, fucking get it now. Right. Mm. You'll know when it happens. You say that, but. <laughs> Do you already know? I don't know, but I'm more saying okay. is like, by the time I get to it, I'll be like, this don't make no fucking sense. 
Well, we already kind of talked about the one that I did call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort we of. talked about it yeah. um, through text. Because you don't yeah. use Twitter no more. Nope. Nope, I don't. I don't. Although, you got to give it up. They've made some wise decisions this week. Well, that's true. They they have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but the other thing, the one that I didn't see coming. Right. Whew, it's fucking brilliant. And you're going to be like, fuck, how did I not know that? Either that or you'll have figured it out way before me because it seems like something you should have figured out before it happened, but I surely did not. Like I said, though, I don't know if I'll figure it out because it takes so long for me to watch these episodes that I'll just be like, huh? Right. But yeah, I, I was really worried about you liking it, though, because I've heard a lot of fucking complaints yeah, I only have like two, yeah, maybe two kind of gripes. Right. One is, I still think Burnham's a little OP. Yeah. But I'm starting to kind of understand why maybe she is. Well, I, you know, I kind of let that all slide because it, she's not really, but she was raised Vulcan. Yes. That's why, yeah, that's why I'm I'm starting to see why she's so overpowered. Yeah, so for me, a lot of the fucking, you know, I can pull magic out of my ass right. shit. That's why I let it slide, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. That's why I'm, the more I'm seeing, because in season one, they don't really give you a whole lot of her backstory until. Well, I mean, they well, give I guess, you a I guess fucking they enough. Do. I guess they do. I guess they do, but. I guess that's about the time when uh, I started thinking, oh, yeah, okay, well, this is this is yeah. why she has a solution to every problem and, you know, knows all this martial arts shit and, you know, and she's like a super badass about everything. There was a tie, speaking of fucking cool shit, there was a little fucking nugget tie between that and Star Trek IV mm-hmm. that I explained to you and you're like, fucking really? And it's like, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Ain't that fucking awesome? Because, spoilers... In this, you see Sarek, and he he kind of, I wouldn't say turned on Burnham, but he kind of sold her out to- He fucked her over a little, yeah. Yeah, to set up Spock's future better, and then Spock was like, fuck you, I ain't doing that. Yeah. In Star Trek Four, Sarek says to Spock something like, what was it? I fuck. He said something like- He didn't uh, approve of his career choice yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he was like, I didn't approve of you joining Starfleet. Right. And it's just a fucking throwaway line, but th- this episode of Discovery, I think it was episode six, that gives yeah, that line so much more weight because Sarek says to him, like, I didn't approve of you joining Starfleet. This episode of Discovery is like, because he fucking fucked somebody else over to set you up for the fucking Vulcan Science Academy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So right. he feels bad that you, you know, he fucking he teed it up for you and you're for, like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah. Right. So it was like, yep. that's so fucking awesome. You're like, fucking really? And I was like, well, the only reason I made the ties because I watched both of them today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then my other gripe kind of was, uh, kind of wraps up kind of quick. What do you mean? The, like the end of the season feels like it wraps up. Oh, season one? Yeah. Oh. It kind of kind of comes to a resolution. Like, the overall resolution happens kind of fast, I thought. Or I guess okay. not the overall, but, like, the, the final solution. Oh, the final solution sounds really bad. But with the, um, although it's not too far off from with the Klingons, right. kind of, like, happens, like, really kind of quick. And it's like, oh, hmm, that was easy. <laughs> Why didn't you just do that from the beginning? But, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've heard a lot of complaints from, like, hardcore, longtime Trek fans and... So I was worried about like where you would fall on it, but once you were like Picard, that was fucking awesome. I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't see a whole lot to complain about yet, really. Now, season two, we're getting into some weird shit now. Oh, it's gonna get weirder. I mean, it's like the one we watched. Like, there's a thing happening right now that's like 
this I mean, I'm not talking about the the main mystery for the season. I'm talking about something else that's going on right this minute. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is fucking bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Now this is weird. And I'm not. Yeah. I mean, there's been well the oh the what they're setting up is the overall mystery is kind of weird. Right. But still kind of Star Trekky. And then there's something that's happened with the Klingons that's kind of like well that's fucking weird too. <laughs> But kind of cool. Then this thing that's happening right now is like I know we're being all cryptic and shit, but I know. But there's there's a thing that's happening right now, and it's like okay, now this is just weird, weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fucking cryptic shit, where it's like, and then something else is gonna happen where the thing and yeah, right, <laughs> right. Like, oh, oh but the uh, speaking of like making things make sense. They have a pretty good uh, explanation, well, not explanation, but they kind of address the yellow shirts and the red shirts and the okay. you know, the, the TOS uniforms. Right. They kind of address that at the beginning of season two. Mm. And it's kind of cool. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, that was enough. That's one of the complaints, too, is like the uniforms and shit. And it's like, how the fuck is that a complaint, dude? This is set 10 years before TOS. Right. Within 10 fucking years on TNG, they changed costumes like three times. Right. And when I say 10 years, I mean seven seasons of TNG and the four fucking movies. Right. Well, and it especially makes sense when you realize that the cage happens three years before this. So, right. So you can't even be like, well, they had the. Uh, the fucking weird suede color, like the, not suede, but... uh The tan turtlenecks or whatever? Yeah, they had those uniforms first, and I was like, yeah, three years before the, they were on this show. Right. But yeah, they look cool. And I mean, they're obviously different than the TOS kind of yeah. crappy shirts. <laughs> they're yeah. actually way more well-made. But yeah, they have a reason for that, too. And basically, the reason is the Enterprise is the jewel of the... Yeah, it's the flagship of the fleet. Right. And and they got they got new uniforms. They mm-hmm. got the new uniforms. They're just starting to roll those out, I guess. Probably, yeah. They got them first because they're, they're hot shit. I like the Discovery uniforms, too. Uh, they're growing on me. They kind of, they're kind of like a mix of Enterprise and, you know, like a more updated Enterprise-type mm-hmm. uniform. Because it's kind of the same colors. Right. Yeah, they kind of remind me of the uh, Star Trek Beyond uniforms a little bit, too. Okay. And I do like, once again, they've got the Starfleet logo on the sides, I think. That little weird pocked design. I think that's Mm. the Starfleet logo. Oh, okay. I like little fucking details like that. That's, like I said, that was one of the fucking coolest thing about the uniforms in 09. So, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, but I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Yeah, that's good to hear. I'm antsy for for Spock to show up. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready for this mystery to be solved and him to be back on the show. Mm-hmm. But and from what I hear, that dude that plays him is really fucking good. Yeah. Well, I've heard his voice. You hear his voice, a recording of his voice. Um, okay. And it's not Leonard Nimoy, obviously. Yeah. But it's okay. I mean, it's it's pretty decent. It's you can you can almost hear like a little bit of classic Spock in there, but he speaks a lot more loosely. Right. Not loose, but I guess Leonard Nimoy had a specific cadence to how he spoke as Spock, and right. nobody else really does it quite like that. Even Quinto doesn't really do it. You know, he does sort of it, but not even he's not as precise as Leonard Nimoy was about how he spoke. You know. Right. Right. But this guy's even seems even more like conversational, but hmm. you can kind of hear kind of hear it in there right it's not like dripping with emotion or anything it's just a slightly different take right it's a little fat he's he speaks a little faster than gotcha you know what i mean he nimoy spock was sounded very 
confident and authoritative when he spoke Mm -hmm. like this is the way it is right with everything he says this is the way it is and the recording that i heard so far was in like one of his personal logs or something and it was kind of more sounded laid back more laid back but who knows i mean that could a story reason that could be because he's not the fucking number one of the ship yet true he's still a fucking boot no i know yeah yeah no i'm just saying he's yeah. just still fucking part of the crew right so they could intentionally be making that choice which is pretty fucking cool if they are yeah definitely no i'm excited i'm, I'm excited to see him because wasn't he i meant to look this up because this seems like i knew this or i've heard this or saw this or something but didn't he marry leonard nimoy's granddaughter or some weird shit like that I don't know. Or am I just, like, smoking fucking crack? Because... I really don't know. I think there Uh, is some kind of tie like that, maybe, somewhere. What I was going to say real quick is, also, like you said, this is three years after the cage, right? Uh, Yeah, two or three. Okay, so remembering that, fucking Spock is smiling and shit. Because... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Between the original pilot and the actual pilot, it's like he's playing two different fucking characters. Yeah. So it could be that, too. It's like you'll watch him slowly morph into Nimoy. Right. Hmm. No? Maybe he was just dating. Maybe he was just dating her. Fuck. I know there is some kind of fucking tie like that, though. Yeah, and I was I like, oh, something. that's weird. Right. Oh, maybe that's what it was. What? Oh, no. I think what, it, what we might be thinking of is Leonard's son... He married Terry Farrell, uh, Jadzia Dax from DS9. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah, I knew there was some fucked up, like, weird um, connection between Nimoy's family and... Somebody some, else from somebody Star Trek, else yeah. Somebody else in Star Trek that was like, what? Yeah, because I was thinking okay. about it. No, like, hang on. I'm, I'm, crossing it, I'm crossing it up with this. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Peck met with Leonard Nimoy's family to prepare for Spock. Right, right. That's what it was. Yeah, I that's exactly what we were thinking of because, like I said, I knew there was some weird crossover with another Star Trek show, and kind of just came together in a weird way to be like, "Whoa, you really are keeping track in the family." Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just see. I met them a week after I got it. it was incredible. I feel so lucky to have met them. So blah blah blah. They were curious about what my process would be. Uh, They're gonna give me words, and I'm gonna pretend. Oh yeah, that, I just I must have been confusing the two things in my head. Yeah. That's a better story, though, isn't it? Fucking Ethan Peck marries Leonard Nimoy's daughter or some shit. Fucking A, yeah. <laughs> or it would have to be his granddaughter, I guess, at this point. His daughter would be, like, fucking 60 years old. You don't know. He might dig on old ladies. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Some people like knocking the crust off where they suck on it. Ew, dude. I know. I took it too far again, dude. That's kind of my job. God damn. And think about it. Your dumbass has been doing this for four years. I know. It still catches me off guard. <laughs> oh, and another thing, the complaints about the way the Enterprise looks on the outside. Right. Smoking crack. People smoking crack. It looks uh, fine. I would bet, but... It looks fine to me. Well, you're not a fucking super detail nerd. Oh, wait, yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> but I can completely see how that they would, you know, the biggest difference to me looks like it's the, the nacelle, not even the nacelles themselves. They mostly look the same, but the struts that connect it to the body, it's like split. There's like two of them. Or there's like a space in between, you know? So there's like... It's like two struts instead of just one solid one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that looks like the biggest difference. Everything else would be cosmetic. Uh, See, you said struts, and now I'm thinking of that Bob Seger song. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) I love to watch a strut. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, that's all I've got for that. (laughs) 
All right. Well, that's good then. Real quick, let's touch a little bit on our Patreon and we can do our thank yous for this episode, month, or whatever the fuck how we're doing it. We don't really make okay. a promise on how we're going to do it, so that's cool. We can do it however the fuck we want. <laughs> yep. Patreon. We recently launched on May 27th, which was a long time ago. We finally, after secretly working on it for over two years, I think. Yeah, ever since we crashed and burned the first time we did it. Yeah. It's like, well, back to the old drawing board. And I'm still worried about it because I feel like, and it's retarded because like we're set for at least a year. Right. Once that dries up. <laughs> hmm. Right. It's because I can't, f I can't find anybody to fucking record with. It's difficult for you to record. Just jump to the end. I'm so fucking worried. It's like, what? we're going to run out of content, you know? So possibility but yeah we launched that with a skit in the first episode of just jump to the end and mm -hmm. just jump to the end is probably going to carry us for the next six months mostly yeah so be prepared guys yeah we're gonna there will be new stuff in there too but it's mostly gonna be like hey remember you time you heard this a decade ago mm -hmm. it wasn't well it was almost that long ago i was gonna say that wasn't that long ago but it actually was that long ago yeah angie listened to that first episode and she goes it still feels relevant there's nothing in it that really places it out of time and i'm like well talking about meeting stan lee he's dead right and i think she says well they say lit too and it's like they don't mean it the way people say lit now though they're talking about being lit drunk mo yeah <laughs> But overall, no, it doesn't really feel that out of date, especially if you don't know shit about fuck nerd yeah. wise. It's like, oh, I know Stanley. I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. And I do. I love re-listening to that show because, you know, it's good. Yeah. Eventually we get into more like personal stories and stuff. You too. do. Which is cool, so, but... that's definitely not as dated. No, but even so, list, listening to, like, that first episode, is like, oh, I remember this. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I told you even back then, it's like, I dig this shit. Mm-hmm. But, so that's going to carry us mostly, but then we're going to have mini episodes, and I've got two shows I'm launching, Doom Does and Nerd Boot Camp. We've got two episodes of Comic-Con that we've been sitting on for, fuck, three yeah, a, years? A while. Yeah. So we'll have to record more of those, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun shit there, man. Mm-hmm. So if you feel so... Oh, and Nerdo, the fucktard we... I, this guy that I did at the beginning, uh, that fucker, you're gonna hear some fucking skits from him, eh? Yep, you've been warned. Yep, and oh, they're fucked up. Yep, might be the f most fucked up thing we've done so far. <laughs> yeah, because I really went for it in a couple of them, didn't I? Yeah. It's good to exercise those demons, though. Yep. Especially if you can do it in a fun way. But every once in a while, too, we'll have, like, I've talked a few times about recording the uh, first chapter of Reanimator. We'll drop some shit like that on you, too. Yeah. Me and you have discussed, like, I've got a six or seven part short story on my site. I've got that old werewolf story that I started working on years ago. I've got another short story on my site. We've got the Franklin Affair. The writing on that is finished. It just needs to be rewritten. So there's plenty of fucking awesome shit there, gang. Yeah. So, yeah. And as for our Patreon shout-out thank you, do I say their Twitter accounts or just their names, like first names or something? Um, I mean, if they put their Twitters on there, might as well give those two. Well, they didn't put them on Patreon, but I know all their Twitters. Well... If you know it, shout it out. Okay. Angie at GGAMK30. Ross at Spider Scooby. Steve Boost at Steve Boost. AC Farrell. Hang on. I'm close. I know it. It's Andrea. Come on. You can do this. I think it's 1980. A. 
C. Come on. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. I took four off. AC Farrell 1976. That was close. Yeah. She needs to just change her account to at NerdBlitz OBL. Yeah. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome for us, but. <laughs> you don't think she'd do that? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. She's got a shill for all her K-pop shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, don't all those K-pop people have, like, weird names, too? They do. I don't know why, but I love giving her shit about her K-pop fascination. I really don't know why, because it's no skin off my ass either way. I don't. It's not my thing, but it's not like I hear it and it's like, fuck this! It's just fun to break balls. Yeah, I guess so. I do it so well, too. Yeah. <laughs> And let's oh S Morgan twenty one Sandy. It is your primary mode of communication. It really fucking is. It's hard to have a conversation with me. I know that annoys the fuck out of Angie. Yeah, but it's like I is what I is, son. <laughs> but yeah, Sandy S Morgan twenty one. Yeah, it is. I it is difficult for me to have a serious conversation start to finish without fucking cracking joke because you know the shit i do to you on here i do it to angie and she cannot stand it like where you go to take a break and i'll slide in with a joke like gaping yeah she can't stand that shit but i can't help myself well that's because she's not a 12 year old boy oh well she sucked two dicks i almost said okay but i don't mean that (laughs) fine line them up god fine That's that's how I'm going to finally shut you up with that. I just did. Fine, let's do it. Right here, right now. (laughs) I'm like, well, let me find a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. No. That'd be weird. (laughs) (laughs) Then we'd have to end the pod. (laughs) How do you go on after that? He's like, I don't want to do this no more. No. Nah. You you don't go on. That's how. (laughs) Let me get some of my neighbors together. <laughs> That'll go on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. We'll get some fucking subscribers, goddammit. Oh, God, I regret saying this now. No, don't do it. No, I'm going to... You're going to stop. Okay. Too far? Yep. Yep, time As to go, usual. then. Yep. But yeah, the Patreon, I'll say it again here in a minute. The Patreon link is patreon.com slash nerdblitzpod, same as the Twitter and the Instagram. But our regular thank yous, as per usual, go to at the... You know, it's fucked up. You were the one who came up with the let's do a fucking Patreon shout-out thing. And you're the one who bitches about the end taking so long. I didn't. Patreon did. They suggested that as one of the benefits. Oh. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, we could There's do that. a good idea. Yeah. Oh, uh, real quick, we'll talk about this on Patreon, too. Our highest tier, go read it, everybody. Trust me, you'll want mm-hmm. to. All the reviews I've heard of it so far have been overwhelmingly good. Yeah. As you know... Still waiting for somebody to join that tier, but... I know. I'm, I would love it if all fi- all these fuckers, all five of them, just pulled their money and did it together. Yeah. That would be hard for them to pick two movies or four episodes of a show, though. Yeah. Somebody's going to get left out in the cold. Yeah. Anyway, go read it because I have it on good authority. It almost made somebody piss their pants. <laughs> anyway, thank yous as per usual. Go to at the J Sarge for our opening music for this, the commentaries, and for Doom Does. You ain't going to want to miss that one, kids. At Sherry Archinoff for our logo for this and the commentaries. And at Steve Boost because, hey, we got a new logo going up on our Redbubble, too. Yep. But yeah, 
And he might be doing a couple more designs. Don't know. We'll find out. Maybe. Possibly. As for our shit, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Find everything we do at nerdblitz.com. Get yourself some... Fuck, I'm slurring all of a sudden. Have I mentioned I had a rough day? Yeah, you did. Redbubble.com slash people slash nerdblitzpod slash portfolio. That All of our shit. Fucking Redbubble, Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram. Find it all by going to fucking searching for nerdblitzpod. Anywho, is Bandcamp dead now? What do you mean? Are we ever going to put anything on there again? Oh. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. It is, isn't it? I'll tell you this. It's fucking Patreon takes a smaller cut than Bandcamp does. Mm, yeah. Because Bandcamp takes 15%. Patreon takes 10 so fuck Bandcamp. Yeah, plus 30 cents, so. Is it? Yeah. Like 30 cents total or per dollar? Total. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I can live with that. Anywho, tsdjproductions.bandcamp.com for all of our old audio needs. Um, other than that, I'm at the Scooby Doom. You are at Fitzman73. And on both the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Patreon, we are at NerdBlitzPod. That's some shit there, yo. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And uh, thanks to at Looking Freight for our Knights of Nerd Blitzdom. Oh my God. I gotta rewrite my thank yous because that's on another page. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need to rewrite all this shit. So yeah. I got me a fucking project to do tonight. Yep. Is that everything? Yep. All right, then give me the fucking sign off. Bye. Come back next time. Our sanity depends on it. Hey, you remember that time I called you a fuck up? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a feature of TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media.